Rapping with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. Blitz is on. Taylor picks it up. Fires. Touchdown. Nebraska. Canadian Football League Grey Cup champion. Taylor again. Wide open. And first-team All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Five for Steve Taylor. That is a new Nebraska record. Two-time Nebraska high school track and field state runner-up and two-time captain for the University of Nebraska Kearney track and field team, Enrique Alvarez-Clary, better known as Rico. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Steve, What's how up? are you on this wonderful Waffle Wednesday, even though you missed out on the waffles? I did. So I, packing I, up when you got here. I did that deliberately. Man. You didn't want to come in for the waffles? Well, you knew yeah, you were going to eat like five of them, I know. Right? I got to watch my diet. <laughs> I got to watch my diet. So They're I was good. Like, okay. I, and I actually forgot, but then I, I ate something a little heavier this morning for breakfast, and then I heard, I was watching, listening to the broadcast, and they were talking about Heavenly Waffles and, you know, the, the chitlins and that kind of stuff. <laughs> he had a, it was, yeah. it was like 11-hour uh, slow-roasted beef uh, oh, dude, chili. I've no, I've had it. On the cornbread waffle. Oh. Yeah, I've had it, man. It's it's uh, And those waffles are just like, they're so light that you can eat. Light and airy, but light there's also a crunch to it. Yeah, and they're, yeah, crunch. So they're, they're, they're absolutely fantastic. So I deliberately tried to, Coming here at the last minutes, and they were packing up, so I wouldn't have any because I want to have lunch. And and then, of course, I wanted to say hi to the crew in there, and I, and I once again go on air, which <laughs> wasn't by design, talking about stuff that I wanted to avoid. But uh, eh, it happens. It happens. That's what, so, that's so what happens. Good to come in the studio. It's kind of a prelude to our show, so things just happen like into that. Ease into yeah. it. But you guys great. can come down here. There's no waffles, but you guys can come down yeah. here, get yourself some coffee from the mill, get yourself some uh, breakfast breads from Beatrice Bakery, and just sit down. Listen to Steve and myself just just yeah. talk. That's all it is. We're just talking. Talking. Love it, man. We're just talking. Those those are the best conversations. They are. You know, and I, I, I hate comparisons. I, I don't like comparisons <laughs> like what we did because there's so many factors that plays into one's career one way or the other. And it's just tough. And they all have each, each and every one has their own individual talents. Mm-hmm. But, and there's no way to like, you, know, right you can't, you can't and, put somebody in a different and era. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go up against a Heisman winner and I'm not going to go up against a United, United. Johnny United's winner and two-time, you know, national championship guy. I'm, I'm going to lose that battle most of the time. <laughs> I know, I know when to fold. I know when to fold. Yeah, I know. I, I have my own little niche, them. and I'm good with it. So it's all right. It's all good. Yeah. It happens. It is. It's good. You were great in your own right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good with it. Hey, you were an All American as well. So it's yeah, all good. I'm just, I'm just trying to, trying to survive, man. <laughs> speaking, to survive. speaking of trying to survive, yeah, Nebraska, depending on how you look at it, survives. Yes, gets past, wins, beats. Illinois mm-hmm. last Friday, not Saturday, no. Friday up in Champaign. Uh, some people are on the it's an ugly win, but I guess I'll take it. It was ugly, blah, 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 all that yeah. stuff. And then some people like myself just say, look, it's a win. They did what they were supposed to do. Yep. They won the game. They shot themselves in the foot, but still came away with a win. They left 17 plus points out on the field, mm-hmm. but they held Illinois to seven points. What side of the coin do you fall on? You know, I had a epiphany, if that's what you want to call it. Um, I was watching, I mean, just, just with this whole year and where we are with everything, 
and um i'm 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 at where this is where i am mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to watching coach rule and his administration get this back to respectability okay and it's going to be a process and um define respectability for this team that that we are in ball games and that we are winning the games that we should win. I mean, you never want to count a win because you got to show up, you got to mm-hmm. prepare, and you got to play. But the, the the caliber of teams that I that we face, like the Illinois, mm-hmm. Northwestern, those type of teams, that we should be consistently 85, 95% of the time. One way or the other, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, you got to find a way to win. And But you want them to, to be convincing wins in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, no times are different, right? with parity of players and all that kind of stuff. So now that I'm, when I'm watching games, those are the things that I'm looking at. So I'm on the fence as far as, far as yeah, we got the win. It wasn't like I would like to see the win. Yeah. The way I would like in the end, maybe two or three or four years from now. But right now I'm okay with the way we won. So that's where I am. I, I, I have total confidence in this, in this administration that I think they can do it. I mm-hmm. think they have the, the intellect, the experience, the fortitude, the work ethic, all those things that you need to have a good team, I think they possess. Mm-hmm. And they have demonstrated that from day one. So I'm totally on board with Coach Rule and his staff from what I've seen. It's all about action. It's not about you know rhetoric, mm-hmm. do it this way, that way, whatever. I'm all about what I'm actually seeing and am I convinced and have confidence in what they're doing. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 100% on board with that. I think this administration can do that and they should be given a fair amount of years to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking six, seven, eight, nine years. His 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 the length of his contract. Yeah. He should have that no question about how they do. So I'm on board with that. And I know what their challenge is, what their obstacles are. I have a good idea of that. And we're gonna see how they tackle those and how they do. Mm-hmm. But I do think they have what it takes for this team to be competitive on a national scale and possibly win championships. I'm talking conference championships and if they do really well, a national championship. That's but just I, the goal, yeah. I, that's the goal. But I think they have the ability to do that. So, mm-hmm. I'm, so that I feel good with. Now it's just about letting them, letting them do their work. Mm-hmm. So Without being overly critical. Yeah. yeah. Without being that's, overly critical. That's, 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 that's the hard part I told myself people. I'm going to try to be quiet and just watch him do his thing without being overly critical, but mm-hmm. being critical when you have to. Oh, of course. And of that's, course. that's that's always what I've done. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I'm if I answered your question. Yeah, no. And that's yeah, okay. Yeah. So so what you see, you said you're you're basing it off of what you see. And yeah. what you can see, what everybody can see is an offense that has struggled to get things going outside of the quarterback run game. And that this offense might find themselves in even more struggles as they lose another wide receiver yes. for the entire year. Marcus Washington goes down with a torn ACL, the second wide receiver to go down with a torn ACL, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda went down in the first game. They lost Xavier Betts three weeks before the first game as he decided that football just wasn't for him. A ton of transfers leave uh, during the off season. So what you're left with in that wide receiver room for, you know, two quarterbacks who based on the numbers, based on the percentages have struggled to complete passes is Alex Bullock, a former walk-on turn scholarship player, Billy Kemp the fourth, a transfer from Virginia, um, a whole bunch of freshmen, and I I know I'm forgetting somebody in that in that mix and and well, I, it, oh Josh Fleeks who moved yeah. from wide receiver okay. to running back yeah. because your running back room is thin. The offensive injuries 
that rule and this staff have faced. Have you seen anything to this caliber? Oh, well, where top- you lose all like you've lost your starting running back, your backup running back, two starting wide receivers. Uh, um, I, I can't even just just all of the injuries that they've had to deal with on just the offensive side of the mm-hmm. ball. Now we're not even getting to the defensive side, just the offensive side. I've I, over my 20 years of football of playing and then watching another 30 or whatever. I've watched teams that have had serious injuries. Now, this is this is when it gets brutal. And when I hear you talk about this, this is when this is when I say we have a long way to go because there, there's obviously there are key injuries. Like mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers was a key injury, mm-hmm. right? Tommy Frazier was a key injury, but we're, I'm going to address that and, and elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. So two things I never really argue about or really debate: one is injuries, and one are refs. Okay. Because you can't control those things. You can't control them. Yeah. Right. You can't really control them. They're unexpected, and you have to deal with them as they come. you got to continue to play. So, offensively, we lack depth. First of all, the overall roster lacks depth. So, it hurts you more when your top players are injured Mm -hmm. because the talent level will continue to drop off, right? Yeah. So, the more depth you have, and then this I'm going to back to Tommy Frazier, Brooke Behringer, very, very capable backup. Mm Mm-hmm. If I was there, you had Cleek Blakeman and then Jerry Godowski. And we can go on and on and on with certain positions. You had Lawrence Phillips, Amon Green, um, Benny, you know, Childs. You know, you had depth, right? Nebraska used to reload. So we have to get back to a situation where our talent level, overall talent level, is solid. One goes down, next man up. You hear that term all the time. Yep. So that's just where we have to get. So, yeah, you have injuries, but the next man needs to step up. And you got to have a good quality person behind that, that particular player. So that's that's my frame of reference and that's my thought process. I don't really get involved in injuries because mm-hmm. you got to have depth. And if you want to be good and you want to be able to compete, that's what you have to do. And that's what all the teams that are playing at a high level. That's what they have. And that's where we need to get to at Nebraska. Kind of glass half full. I mean, injuries are never, never good, yeah. but kind of a, a good spin on this would be a part of that depth discussion is you're getting some of these younger guys more reps in this first year (laughs) of rule and company. So going into year two in year three, these guys have those live game reps that they had to get in their freshman years because of these. Absolutely. You want, you want guys to play young. If you look at all the great teams at Nebraska guys played early in their career, goes way back to Turner before him, myself, Crouch, Tommy, we all played at a fairly young age. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska got on board with that because that did not used to be the policy at Nebraska. You came in and played the freshman team, then you you um, you you redshirted as a sophomore, you know. So that was part of the process. But then coach said, Well, we got all this talent. Let's get them on the field. Mm-hmm. Let them play. And it benefits the players, you know. So um, so that's a good thing, but in the big picture, you just have to your overall talent level just needs to be increased, needs to be increased. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when it really pays huge dividends. Mm-hmm. So, so it's good to get the young players to play. Yes. No question about it, but you want, but them at the same be, time, you, you want them to be talented. You, you wish that you didn't have to play them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't like but, you want, like you want yeah. to play them if they have the talent, 
but you don't want to be forced, forced to play, to play them. due to injury with with anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All so. right, so that's going to do the first segment. We had to do a little okay. shorter one because you went on with, I know, with the captain bad. and the black my, shirt. That, you guys that was did. not in my intention. Nah, it happens. And they wouldn't it's, get off the air. It's a little know, bit so. of a spillover, so I like, it's all good. I like it. I you guys like did your I like thing. Talking. We come back. We'll get a little bit more into the depth chart, uh, maybe talk a little more Illinois. Uh, I want to know oh, yeah. what, what your plan would be if you were on the coaching staff during this bye week, what you would be focusing on offensively, defensively, wherever sure. uh, during this bye week heading into the Northwestern week. So uh, we'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket.